just go ahead and get right into it. How have you guys been? This is the Young Black and Bob podcast. We're here. Um, I don't even remember what episode this is, but we're here. Um, how are you guys? I'm Craig. I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. Hey, everybody. Iris here. And if you can remember his name. I don't need it. I don't need an introduction because uh, y'all know who I am. You just heard me yesterday. Yes, yes, indeed. For the sports desk, YBB, sports desk on Monday, Young Black and Bothered on Tuesdays. We've been keeping it consistent. We took a month or so off because, honestly, I was, like, burnt out. I had so much shit going on. Christmas, Thanksgiving, I was kind of, like, I won't say I was over podcast. I just needed a little break, but I'm back. Uh, we're back. We're over but how over are you podcast guys? because men with podcasts getting bashed left and right on the internet these days you know what let's let's start there let's actually start there start Um, there yeah but hold on before before we get into it like i didn't even get you guys to introduce yourself so Uh, since uh, iris you know she spoke up oh what i'm about to what 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 was Oh, you! Everybody else. Say, oh, you did say who you were. My bad. I did. I'm, I did. I'm losing it. So, dang. Uh, usually we go and shoot the ship. We going straight into it. So, male podcasters, black ones specifically, are making a fucking mockery of themselves, and it, it's disgusting to watch. <laughs> like as a, like a black podcaster who's also a male, I would like to think like we have a little bit more decorum and respect for. Everyone, women, men, birds, babies, everything. But over the past, what, two weeks, it's like been every podcast that I've never listened to. I think they're doing it for shock value, though. Like, they're like, okay, how can we disrespect somebody? But it's always a black woman. So the one I first uh, heard about was the Brittany Renner thing. Um, I don't have the clip, but I guess she went on this guy's show he was just like bad mouthing her. I was like, why the fuck did like, like this is stupid. It's absolutely dumb. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find a clip, but that was the first one. Then the whole thing with Ari Lennox. I'm like, like why in oh, the I show? I don't even want to get the Ari Lennox thing. Hold, let me see if I can find it. Um, Ari Lennox podcast. If I can ever get that to work. Cause I want to play the audio clip. It was so bad that when, I heard it. I was like, there's no way that this guy thought that that was cool to say to her, at least. So here we go. Welcome to RB Only News, the premier source of news and trending okay. topics. Well, I want to hear you. We want to hear led clip. to a storm of tweets by the singer. So South African it. podcaster Mac G seemed go. to have offended Ari after asking her personal questions about her sex life during an online interview. And where we at right now? Is someone f***ing you good right now? Oh my married? god! Whoa there! <laughs> um, I'm not happy. Whoa, that's a wild question. <laughs> Why that way? Why exit that way? Whoa! Because <laughs> that's what you say in the song. You know what I mean? I uh, love that part. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say that? I said that song. Yeah, don't you remember the song? I do, but I don't. I don't. I didn't. Oh, I guess I did say that. I did say that. <laughs> Let me, um, okay, you just threw, you caught me off guard there, but, uh, I did say that, but no, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm not messing with anyone. So that was, okay. 
I, I just want to hear from the ladies. So, Chris Iris, how would you feel if you ever went on somebody else's podcast, this podcast, any podcast, and that's what you would met with? I mean, honestly, for me, I feel like it's kind of like, do you know who you're getting interviewed by? Like, do you know yeah. these type of, like people? Because, like, for me, if you know this guy likes to push the envelope, right, and you're not really trying to be on that shit, why would you go on that podcast? Yeah. I don't, and when, like, I, when I, was I, this? It this was, was, like, some weird-ass interview. No, no, but I mean, like, yeah. when was it? Because, like, is Ari Lennox on, like, a press run right now or something where she got to be going on these types of things? Because it's like... I think, I, think, start, I think she just started. It's recent. It was recent. Yeah, she's yeah, she's been going through a lot. So recently, with her, um, basically, she started. She went to like South Africa, and she wasn't arrested, but she was like harassed there. And they were saying, like, she went on Twitter and went on a tirade about you know how she felt disrespected when she went there, and then like they were racist. I don't know if she went. Yeah, that they were racist. All these things, and then this interview comes out, or this podcast comes out. And it's like, okay, that that's a little bit weird. Like, did she go to South Africa for this podcast? Because clearly she did. She probably did it while she was down there or whatever. But that was really just fucked up. Uh, and I don't really want to, like, promote this guy at all because, like, you're not getting free promo. But my thing is, like, but, if you know the South African culture, they're kind of sexual down there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, a part of me feels like, is it, was it an attack on her, like, being disrespectful? Or he was just asking... Because they're kind of provocative out there. So I know when I was there, they was very like sexual. They just sexual people. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Like I feel like um, uh, in a lot of these. So not even just like like I feel like we can't even make it a regional thing because we see things like this like across the board when it comes to <laughs> certain types. Of, because I feel like. Charlemagne be on that same type of shit too, and I honestly don't know why people be going on this nigga's show. Like, like he just asked yeah. whatever. Like the way I remember one time watching, um, like the does. Breakfast Club, and the way they were talking about Young and May's sex life, OD, that shit was really bothering me. Like, I feel like yeah. it's specifically like I don't know. It does come from a place where they just like feel like they can talk to specifically women just any old type of way. So I feel like I it's like. And then we like that shit. We keep sharing the uh, clips and all that. Like these corny niggas that's under academics, which I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, these two corny dudes who probably never got no play in their motherfucking life, and now they want to lash out at all the black women that did them dirty back in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like this low ass, dumbass narrative. And, and we so- keep seeing these clips. And reliving it over and over and over again. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think I know the people who you're talking about. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. I don't be as tuned into shit to be honest the anymore. Podcast. You heard yeah, the them, them niggas. Them niggas. Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the life. People been coming at coming for them, but the thing is, they not saying nothing that isn't that hasn't been said on a lot of these other platforms mm-hmm. by other people or shared on Twitter and stuff. So the thing is, like, I feel like the fact that that guy thinks that he could charge like a thousand dollars for dating advice or something, 
somebody's <laughs> tuning in. Like somebody is, yeah. Somebody is consuming that content. So it's like we could, like we could just be like, or a lot of guys be like, oh, it's just them. It's just like a couple bad apples. But at, but we see it more, like a lot more often than it just being like one or two yep. bad apples. Niggas be losers. Yep. Man. No doubt. Yeah. Low key, well, like I'm, dudes. I'm I don't know, man. I, I don't want to make this gender war or anything, because like. I consider y'all decent, I guess, but like, I feel like the men are getting worse. I don't know what's going on. I feel like the men are getting worse. I don't know what it is, no, but I they, feel like they definitely are. Yeah, like they definitely thing. are. Like, I feel like the women we, are starting to give up on men. Like, I feel like I've seen some articles too. Like, we're giving up on dating. We're giving up because the niggas is so slum. This is how they think you're taking. You're paying a thousand dollars for this asshole. Who clearly mm-hmm. been asshole to give you? A, I would rather you go to Kevin Samuels. I would nah, we, this, see, we don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to put that nigga on the pedestal yeah. at all. We don't need to say anything yeah. positive. About but these him. are those dudes. These are those dudes who do shit like they read like the Forty Eight Laws of Power and shit like that, and they feel like that applies to dating and shit. I'm like, that don't apply to nothing. That was an author who got a best selling like book from telling people common sense shit, but in an asshole way, and. It applies even with like fresh and fit. So for me, like I'm, I'm really kind of disgusted with them. Would you say? Mm-mm. I said that book is how to be a sociopath one hundred and one. Oh, ab- absolutely. But Brittany, uh, Brittany Renner actually responded to them on this show. I'm gonna play the clip. That you warn guys about girls like me. So tell me about girls like me. Just women me. in general, like I mean. Well, no, a- but no, don't women in general, because you literally specifically said before we got on here that you, yeah, you did say that you warn guys about girls like me. So now that we're face to face, what kind of girl am I? You're not special. You're like other girls. That's I'm key. not special. Like, so, you're like other women that are. So like- what makes you special then? I never said I was. What do you gain from telling girls that they're not special? How does that make you feel? I mean, I know, everything, talking, I know we, everything is a joke, but I'm asking you a real question. So how does it make you feel? Because if I say you're a bitch-ass nigga, that does something for me, right? If I insult you or if I tell you you're not special, you're forgettable, what does that do for me? No, but that doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, what if I call you, if I just say that, again, you're forgettable. That's why I didn't want to do you guys' podcast. Forgettable. Hate the setup. Uh, the name is underwhelming. I didn't really see the value in it. Right? Oh, that's that's how I feel. Right. But so. Whew. Spicy. Spicy. I think she said all truths. But I also like all truths. But at the same time, here's this. I mean, I hate to be this person, but you got this nice looking, light skinned female coming on here, putting them in their place. But I feel like if it was like someone who was brown skinned, who they like majority target and say like horrible disrespectful things they wouldn't have came with that same energy because they did not keep the same energy with her they, I mean, oh, absolutely absolutely yeah like because it's a woman they want to fuck that other rapper lady asian, asian doll, doll. <laughs> yeah she was on the asian side. doll but she but i respect because she got up and fucking left i would have got up and left that shit too because why would you stay there and subject yourself first of all why would you go on there period why right. would you subject yourself to that i don't understand like i don't understand like he was talking super crazy to asian doll 
and you can get the fuck out. Da, 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 da. Like, who the fuck you talking to, boy? I would have spit on them niggas. And the fact that nobody else said anything in that room, I'm over here just like, nah, I would start breaking quick. I don't give a fuck, feel me. Yeah. Well, that's what was confusing me because they. Only, I feel like the only reason they do it is because academics is like you know friends with them and they feel like they're on. Like they have to do something like tantalizing I'm in order sorry. to like get clicks. I, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry because again, me and yeah. Chris went to school with this. Thing, so I'm over here just like, what that got to do with the price of tea in China? What? What is? I, yeah. What? Like what is? Mm-mm. We already know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, Academics is that's been proven. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like, I'm not speaking wh- on academics, the person. I'm speaking on the, just the it's name. Great. Like, anybody who's great, like, though, right? N- no, yeah. no, but I'm. Yeah, I'm but that's the, oh, go ahead, Iris. Sorry, but I'm asking the question. So maybe again, maybe I'm just far removed. I know that um, academics has, and I'm not going to take nothing away from man. Again, uh, I see that he's made us like a successful uh, situation or whatever, but. I'm what I'm missing is what that got to do with these niggas, these other niggas. Like, what the, what is what is that got to do? Like, is he he's underneath their they're underneath his company or something? Is that what's going on? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Daddy, I, I just yeah. feel like we kind of got to just though. stop giving these folks energy because, like, again, I don't, I don't subscribe to the media, the, to their, to that media. I don't subscribe to their company. I don't even try to look at the shit where somebody, people are like backlashing them, talking to them. I don't even think we should be saying the name of the damn podcast, to be honest, because who the fuck are them niggas? I'm oh yeah, that's like, why I wasn't what? giving no free promo. But my thing is like, how do you you build your brand on like? shitting on women like it doesn't even matter like light skin dark skin just women in general but the fact that it took britney renner like she didn't even have to say what she said she could have done like you know asian doll and just like got up and left but it would just been a continuing cycle but for them what they're thinking is that's driving listens people want to listen to the show and it's like that's the right. complete opposite if you're disrespectful yeah you're gonna have the dudes that y'all are charging a thousand dollars coming in be like oh yeah well they told britney renner off like they didn't. Brittany Renner read them, and now it's just sitting there like, now what? Because there's nothing left, of the, you know, of that show other than the fact that they're trying to do the Kevin. What's his name? Kevin Samuels. Like they're trying to do his textbook shit of like being disrespectful, but they're doing it in like a, a, a bitch nigga way, if you want to call it that. So I personally never listened to the show, and we played the clip mainly because we wanted to hear what Brittany wanted to say. They get no free promo from me, like from me at all or this show. I was just really disappointed to see like. It's becoming a thing for people. I want to say that having podcasts before or these new podcasters who are just like blatantly disrespectful for no reason. And it's like watering down podcasting. Like when we come on here, we've been doing this since what? Fucking like 2018. And even when we take breaks and stuff like that, we have listeners and stuff like that. And I feel like we've built a rapport to the point where if we put out a show, people will listen and we you know, have the actual episodes and stuff come out. They're good. But I don't ever want to become a podcast. It's like, all right. Let's just say something to like get clicks or get listens. That's why I, even with like mm-hmm. our Instagram page and stuff like that, it's like I, I hate seeing those type of podcasts. It's like, all right, what we're we gonna do is we're gonna do our entire fucking setup and we're gonna have people come in every week and we're just gonna try to find a topic that's going on and we're just gonna make it tantalizing for like forty five minutes. I'm like, no, like that's just cute for a while and then people forget it. Like even like with Joe Button, like remember when he went through the whole thing with Rory and Maul? Like that was cool for like two weeks. And then we stopped talking about it because we're on to the next thing. But now, for me, what's really, really pissing me off is 
like as a male podcaster, it doesn't even matter to like race. That becomes a thing where all of a sudden we're just disrespecting women just for the sake of doing that shit. And mm-hmm. for me to have, you know, women co-host every week. And I feel like we all share the same value in this show. Like if we make a million dollars, we break it down. Like that's just how it's been from day one. So to hear, uh, you know, two black men do that shit. I'm like, yo, like I would never want to be in that situation. I would never want to have somebody on the show that's done that. And Q can attest to it. We've had a person on the show once and they were just like so disrespectful for the sake of just being disrespectful. And we're like, you know what? Like this is not, it's not going to work. Not only is it not going to work, like we can't do that shit. It just, it didn't fit the mold of the show. And not the reason for that is because, oh, go ahead, Q. Not only did it not fit, not only did it fit, not fit the mold of the show, but also, you know, for me and you, we are, we are, well, you wasn't at that time, but you know, that we are father of, of little girls, of daughters. And yeah. what message? Yeah, but Q, hold on, hold on. You know, what message will we be sending? Because eventually, our kids are going to listen. And what message yeah. would we what? be sending if we had that on? If we had that on, That type of nonsense on? Yeah. And I understand that completely. But my issue, it's not about the fact that I have a daughter. Like, every everybody has, like, a mom or a sister or a sibling, an aunt or a cousin, something like that. For me, I'm like, we have women on this show every week. And they bring women listeners that would, li- like, how would I look? having you know how would we look having like iris and chris and shay like come in every week and then you and i just shooting bro shit talk you know bitch this hold this every fucking week or you know disrespecting women or saying little side comments and then expecting them to come back every week that's just not how it operates like this show this platform has been really receptive to like new information and we've also had you know other we had a show with just like all women and the reason why we did that was because it's like we had to have some exclusivity when it comes to podcasts, unknowingly to like fresh and fit, but 80% of people who listen to the podcast are women. And that, that's an actual fucking number. When you think of the reads, when you think of like, where's my 40 acres, um, the black guy who tips, um, even like true crime podcasts and stuff like that. Those are women driven. When you think of like podcasts, that's a woman owned podcast company. When you think about anchor and all those shows, they're mostly like women based. So you don't see a lot of like, male podcasts outside of like sports and shit like that so you know that was not just one but two shows that i know for a fact i would never return to i would never want to be in a situation where like yo like we have them as a co-host on the show but the fact that they're kind of like headlined by dj academics is like damn like i understand that show our boy and stuff like that but you y'all are kind of like fueling the fire that you feel like every week the hot take is going to be what woman can we get on the show and try to be as disrespectful as possible because we're trying to keep up with the man law and the bro code. I just think it's real, like it's real coward. Like in my personal opinion, it's just wild to me that the women keep going to the shows. It's like, have some yeah. self respect. Like why do you keep going to these shows? Like, and you know that because they, at the end of the day, like when it's their show or whatever, mm-hmm. they can cut it, clip it and they control the narrative. So it's just like, why do you even go? Like why? Yeah. And then like, even the ones who were on the one with um with Asian who were just sitting silently or sitting like, oh, but don't wait. Mm-hmm. That was I'm ridiculous. I would never put myself in those type of situation like that. I don't give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. because who yeah. is listening to that pocket? You could go on. Who the fuck is listening to that shit? Mm-hmm. Like nobody listening to you mm-hmm. in any way. Just. 
make a TikTok go viral, do it, do it something. You could do other things like going on these little bitch ass niggas podcasts. Like the fuck, mm-hmm. like. But, but honestly, Iris, that's, that's the I'm thing now. Like, what the fuck y'all laughing for? Yeah. This shit not funny. Y'all sitting here but, not that, doing shit. I'll fight all y'all. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. That that's that's what's actually pissed me off. Because I'm like, oh, you know, I had somebody hit us up, and it was like, well, why don't we do like more TikToks, and why don't we be more social on our so like on the young black and bothered like Twitter? And so I'm like, yo, like we have our own social media. It's like that's kind of like a placeholder for like if we ever would like, you know what, let's just post something there that's like universal. But I feel like we all have our own identities. We should all be able to just, you know, have our own shit. But when I see like Iris said earlier about like them posting clips on TikTok and shit like that, trying to like, like get listens. I'm like, yo, like if you got to fight that hard for listens, it's a bad thing. But I think a lot of people feel like podcasts are supposed to be like TV shows where you're supposed to get 500,000 listeners a week. I'm like, I don't care about those numbers like for us like the i think we pull in like what 407 a week i'm like i can live with 407 people who are loyal and come in every week i'm completely mm-hmm. fine with that like i don't, I don't need two thousand. Oh, go ahead i'm having trouble because i i consider myself a pretty logical person i'm just having trouble understanding because like all right boom let's say you feel like you need to go on because the only reason why you would go on any of these things is for like if you like you need press media run but like Think about the audience that you're trying to reach. Why are you trying to reach? Like, why would these people go on these shows trying to reach a bunch of bitch ass niggas that got to pay a thousand dollars for dating advice? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, who yeah. is your yeah. base? Who's your fan base? Who is the fan base? And why do people? Because I'm like, who's publicist? Who agent setting these people up? Unless they all in cahoots. Because if they are, just let me know that. Mm-hmm. I just think y'all stupid. Like, I just really think it's dumb. Yeah. Like, even like it's okay, the blind yeah. following the blind. Right. And, and I think Absolutely. that, okay, yeah, Brittany told them off, but she didn't say nothing earth shattering, groundbreaking, she like that, that people on Twitter weren't mm-hmm. saying dragging them niggas for the past X amount of weeks. And I'm before just like, that even happened, before that even happened, yeah. before it even happened. So I'm over here just like, but again, color yep. confused because I just don't fucking get it. But they anyway. made it seem like she came in there like she was Nelson Mandela. I'm like, yo, she mm-hmm. even really say shit. I mean, I appreciate her for saying. And right. not going on there and kikiing with the like the rest of them dumbass bird brain hoes they be having on that show, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not like she said anything that, I, like Ira said on Twitter, wasn't already being said for weeks. Right. Yep. But I think that's what they needed. They felt like nobody else said anything to them. That's why that they need to get jumped. That's but, what they need. Oh no, they yeah. did. For Violence. real, where the niggas? Right, where the niggas? Where the niggas every, with the guns? All the, all the niggas want to be like, oh, we don't really think like those. Those some bitch ass niggas. Those some dweeb ass niggas. Fight them then. Exactly. I want to see, I wanna see some real ass niggas riding. Niggas, where's Jim Jones and them? Aren't they in New York? Niggas, don't be yo, real niggas. That's what was, period. That's what was all so confusing. Because I'm like, yo, when I when I listened to that clip, I was like, yo, like me, that would require me to go download that podcast on like my podcast app and go, go give them a listen to hear that shit. And I was like, like, if it's like that, like who in the fuck else have they interviewed? And like y'all said, it's been like, I won't say Instagram models, but like, you know, it's been a woman every week. So their dynamic is the two guys, they power conversation and then they have a woman co-host for the week. And every week they interchange them and they ask them, you know, sex questions and shit. I'm like, Yo, like, horrible decisions they get more listeners anyway (laughs) which is crazy because you would think 
you know, when you have like the girls from the women from horrible decisions, like they wouldn't do an interview with Fresh and Fit because they know how to handle their shit. Like when I think of like Mandy, I'm like, damn, like imagine Mandy going on that show like that wouldn't happen. And the reason why is like she would read them for filth the entire fucking show because that's not her behavior at all. So, yeah, they, yeah, I just they don't have a listener for me. Losers, man. I would never talk they, ask, they wouldn't sit at my lunch table. They ask me. Yo. One good but time. Just so they ask me. And you know what's crazy? Chris, I know somebody who reminds me of this guy who, and I've seen him go in on women and just be disrespectful to women. And I'm wondering, is this like a cultural thing? Like an East African cultural thing? It's not cultural mm-hmm. in these so many different types of niggas. This isn't the first nor the last. That niggas. is true. That's true. It'd be so many different. Because, like, that's how we know these niggas don't like women for real. They exactly. hate women. They do hate women. Mm-hmm. But why? Why do niggas hate women so much? What this do is- we do? Bruh. I want to know. It's really. The hate runs deep. The hate runs so deep and it's so weird because I think part of it is that like a lot of men were never even can like told or taught how to like women. Cause example, for example, like you see how, mm-hmm. like think about when you were a kid and a boy is mean to you and it's like, Oh, it's because he likes you. And it's just like, no, was whack. why is that perpetuated? And then another thing, I'm going to say this thing real quick because it made me real like, I realized so many things about how like a lot of things that men say about women, like stereotypes that men say about women that are perpetuated. It's really just, are really just men projecting their own mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. you ever like me as a woman who dates men, um, I have had several instances in which um, men will say something like, Oh, like, it's so hard to find a woman who could hold a conversation and da, 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 da. like it's you're actually interesting not like other women and i'm over here just like why do you say that? that and i real and I, but the thing is i'm like why do you think that i'm like i realize why they think that you don't find women who you're not trying to have sex with interesting period mm-hmm. you're not interested mm-hmm. in yes, knowing yes. women aside from fucking them Period. That's what it is because I realized this because mm-hmm. I peeped that. Um, so, okay. So I live out, I live in Mexico, right? Um, I noticed this because like men always talk about like, oh, it's so hard to find a woman to communicate with. Women don't know how to old conversations. Do you know how many men out here that I know are in relationships with women who don't speak English and they don't yes. speak Spanish? They don't care about being able to hold a conversation. They don't. That is not what they care about. I peep that shit all the time because all this time I heard all these men talking about some, oh, so hard to find a women to communicate who talk relate, relations. Da, da, da. But I hear all these men out here in relationships. I'm throwing up air quotes, but relationships with women who they cannot communicate with because they don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about communicating with women. They don't give a fuck about what women think. They don't give a fuck about what women have to say. They just want to fuck them. Like, and why just get a fucking fuck doll. Like, come on now. You might as well get a robot. Then you ain't got a feeder either. Save uh, money, niggas. Because who going to uh, do shit for them? Who going to be their house wench? Cook for them, clean for them. That's what oh they, want. they want. They want. They do. A lot of them do. And I'm not going to say all of y'all, but a lot of y'all really do live in this fantasy mm-hmm. that women are just here to be your personal slaves. 
Exactly. That's yep. why whenever a dude's be trying to be over here, like trying to see if you could cook a clean or whatever, I'm like, believe that I can't fucking cook. Believe that I can't fucking clean because you're trying to get an indentured servant, not mm-hmm. a partner. My ex boyfriend recently <laughs> told me I, that I didn't exert enough feminine energy. And I said, what do, what do you mean by that? Like, Excuse what is feminine me? energy? What He's like, you don't let the man lead. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You would lead us into damnation. That's the craziest fucking thing I've ever. Um, like, it's we crazy got some voicemails. Like, men just expect certain things from us and have no basis of anything of why they should be giving this advice. Well, y'all have stirred up. Y'all have stirred up a cauldron of comments. So let me just oh, yeah, play the first one. We got Marcel, Serenity, and Marcel. Let's go. Yo, shout out to the panel. Um, shout out to Greg, the principal, Iris, Chris Cash. I absolutely agree. Um, it's giving very much clout, Mama. Chasing clout and knowing that you're going to the show where they're about to go off or down you or whatever the case may be, knowing that you're basically walking into like a lion's den, you know, I'm saying dressed up as some little lamb. But I think it comes from that, you know, any publicity is good publicity thing. And people are taking that a little bit too far. Like we do have a social responsibility when we put things out there to understand that this is going to affect some people. How you talk about, you know, anything is going to affect some people. And uh, I just think we have a social responsibility to, like, keep it real. Um, it just kind of seems like people are chasing clout. They're not worried about longevity when it comes to podcasts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Does anybody and even then, it's like, okay, I can cook and I can clean, but can you pay my bills? But can you pay the bills? <laughs> yeah. Now, how do y'all feel about that? Because, you know, somebody will, some guy will be like, well, I ain't got to do shit. I pay the bills here. You should do all that. Like, I, yeah, I don't see, believe I, I all, ain't trying but... to have a child for household either. Like, I've, I've had situations where dudes have, like, given me the option that if you let me, I'll take care of everything you need. But I basically run you type shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> like now time and, and they really will like pick out things for you to wear oh i want yep. you to smell like this like no i'm not your fucking doll nigga i get my own bread i'm good yeah now is that like what iris was saying about like the guys like they could give a shit like in mexico like all right like i speak english she don't like yeah as long as she does for me like, like that. and that, you know what some, some of these behavior. people some of these women and i feel bad for women who are in these like super mm, extenuating circumstances i will say like and and they feel like they have to have to do this for a better life mm-hmm. you know like i have uh-huh. to pretend to be with this nigga and love this nigga she probably don't even like that nigga man listen i will say i'm gonna say one thing about a, a particular instance that i knew about one of these people and the crazy thing is it's not like this nigga have money and he was like taking care of this girl who needed all this help. She was she was from like Mexico City, good money, like had her own shit together. So and stuff. she had the money. One of them gotta have the money. She was paying, but the thing is, it's like she was paying for drinks stuff. And he was like a retired older guy. Am I? <clears throat> He's like fifty five. She like twenty five. So it's just like a lot of stuff was just like very chaotic. Um, and that it's just, but it's just like. 
again, like my main whole driving point with that thing was just like, bro, these do not really care about like they had to have a translator at this one point, like not like a translator. Tell them what each of them was saying. They just didn't. And she also had a kid, too. But yeah, she didn't didn't even know. Like, and mind you, he had kids who were like in their 30s. I don't know. It was wild. It was wild. So how are you in a relationship? If you can't even say, hi, how are you? Bruh. Is that a relationship or is that an agreement? Or is that just a a sexual arrangement? Gotta be, man. Gotta be. Oh, we got two more. Speak on it. A lot of them want their mama and their grandma because that's what their daddy been preaching to them. But baby, I'm not your mama, no, your Mm. grandma. This is not the color purple. Okay? And a lot of dudes keep putting their worth in their wallet as well. Your worth is all up in your wallet. So that's what you think that a woman wants. When really, bro, I don't care about your money. Your personality is lame. Mm-hmm. Your anime taste is trash. Um, you 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 have no hobbies whatsoever. Your conversation sucks. I mean, you catfish me. You know what I'm saying? With with personality. You stole mm-hmm. memes and jokes from your buddies, homeboys, mm-hmm. or the internet. And and this is the carefully little online you know um person that you've created but then you meet them in real life and they're motherfucking trash mm. yep well spot i on. mean find a lie <laughs> what's she lie about and the crazy Good thing grief. is like i don't know i don't understand why i just don't understand why they putting so much worth into that like the money, yes. The money matters. We live in a capitalist society. You want to be able to do certain things. But at the end of the day, like, let's be statistically real. We're not all going to be ballers. And we all, some of us got to realize we're going to have a normal life and be realistic. Yeah. But hold on, Chris. So when, my question, because I, I don't date men, but when it comes to, like, a guy, like, putting their wallet first and saying all those things, like, oh, well, I can take care of you, like, do they actually mean it shit or they're just saying they have enough money to afford their way of living? But if they had to add a person to that, they'd be struggling. Like, is nah, that the case? Well, no, nah, in my case, no, nah, they could definitely take care of me. That was no question. Uh-huh. Like, it, w- it was going to be, uh, it would have been fine. But there's it a caveat to I that though, been right? Like, I would have been like their little personal puppet. And the thing is, some oh, women see, nah. like to play that role. Some women want to be the wife that listens to their husband and make sure that he has his lunch and, you know, take care of some of the house and really involved in the kids. Some women want to live like that. And I'm not knocking women that want to live like that. If you happy doing that, shit, do it. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, that's just not the type of life I want to live. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Iris, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think a lot of time too with the whole like folks will use. So again, yes, money is a thing. It is, it is a thing, right? But I feel like when folks just put all of the money stuff for like at the forefront, like oh yeah, my money, mm-hmm. I got to bring this. Like yo, I hate when niggas drop all the like shit trying to like allude to how much money they have. Mm-hmm. But I also it's can't stand when they allude to how much money they don't have either. So it's just like find a balance. Like there is a, mm-hmm. a happy middle ground. But like the dudes who put all of the money, money shit first is just like, what else you got? Because like I got money too. So what's up? Like I mean, like if you would like what 
other value. Like, are you a good person? Right. Are you, like, you got all this money. Are you philanthropic? Do you donate? Like, do you volunteer? Like, do you do anything aside from flaunt how much fucking money you have and buy and play a bunch Xbox. of shit that you don't need? Like, and do, like, what is, I'm, what is it? And it's just like, they don't be having personalities and they use that as a way to, like, cover up the fact they have no nothing else to offer and no personality whatsoever mm-hmm. money yeah. is the personality right yeah and then like, you're going to attract the type right. of woman that is going to spend your money so right so you be like, some, some, some dudes like to play that character some dudes really want to be that character i just throw money at it and she's fine like and at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's sad, but that's what you enjoy. Like, I have a friend who knows, he's, how do I put this? I guess he's not the most attractive guy in the world, but he has um, a little bit of money. And he knows that the way he's going to get bad, because he wants the baddest woman. And he just throws his money at them. And he was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'll get the baddest woman, but you got to do what I say if I'm paying like this. So he's really like paid women to fly out and paid women to accompany him <laughs> on events just because he wants the baddest woman and he's willing to pay for it. So w- w- with that being said, like he's paying these women, obviously they're like the beautiful, all this other, like, but who is he impressing at the end of the day? Like, is he impressing another woman? Like, when he has like that baddie, right? So he got her and he's flaunting her around. He's impressing the crowd. It's his own ego. He obviously doesn't uh-huh. care. Clearly he's paying so people see him with a bad joint and makes him look good. Like because I mean these aren't your girlfriends. You know they don't love you. You know they you pay. Like of course they'll make you feel like the man in the moment. But that's for six hours. I don't know, man. Internet's getting weird. People getting weird. Everybody's acting strange. We got another message. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where all that shit stops. Like, no, 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 no. Is always equal, fair share. If you really, and I'm not traditional, but if you really asking for all of that, oh, are you really gonna take care of everything else though? Like, yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm not even looking for no oh. nigga to come mm-hmm. with that bullshit either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Agreed. I'm not saying he got a, I mean, hmm, how do I put this? The type of man that I'm going to probably end up being with is not going to be for no equal shit as far as money. Now, mm-hmm. I don't mind paying equal if that's our arrangement for some odd reason, or maybe we want to get a fat ass crib. And if I pay equal, like it will work out better. I can understand that, but I don't want him to come in command in that shit. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, coming here talking about I need my woman to pay half and she doing half of everything. Wait, what? I think, I think the thing is like when uh, somebody be like, Oh, I need my woman to cook, clean and bear 17 of my children while also mm-hmm. staying in shape, <laughs> but I'm only making $36,000 a year and I got to do overnights at the warehouse. Like it's just like, and I want her to pay half. Like what? And I want her to pay half. Like what's what's this math not mathing? Yep. This math is not mathing. Well, she's not cooking dinner. Because I know, bro, I have to work. Because <laughs> I'm paying half. <laughs> mm-hmm. And taking care of everything. So and this all stems from a fucking podcast. With That's a, the thing. A bunch the half don't really be place. half because the women end up picking up most of the slack anyway. Yes. <laughs> y'all don't yep. y'all may not want to admit that, fellas. But at the end of the day, the woman is usually gonna pick up the slack. She's probably gonna clean more than you. She's probably gonna cook more than you. She's probably gonna bearing children you know, alone. Right. <laughs> the children alone, because they're just gonna cling to mommy because we are their food source. It's gonna be mm-hmm. even worse. Like, come and then on. You talk now. about the wear and Jesus. the wear and tear the childbirth takes on your body too. Like mm-hmm. that's already carrying you know. that thing for nine months. Ugh. Wow! Can you just? I don't even. I can't even imagine a spawn. Mm. Yeah. What? We got any mothers in the house? I I hope we got some mothers in the house. I see a couple people. We got. uh, We might as well shout them out. We got. It's Marcel though. We got Serenity, uh, Josiah. We have Flame, Little King, and we have Nerd Level Eleven. I don't know who that is, but shout out to all of you guys for listening to the Young Black and Bother podcast. I was going to get into the news, but fuck the news. Like that was enough for <laughs> the whole news segment. We can talk about other things at a later date. Actually, I do want to touch on um, what we're watching. Y'all told me to watch Euphoria. I think mm. I've seen enough pink dicks for a lifetime. They have to cut that shit out. They I have to absolutely that cut that shit out. I haven't. I, I, I don't watch Euphoria. I've seen one episode. A long I like time that ago. scene when they were all in the bathroom, though. I saw that clip. I said, oh, that's, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It, it was a little bit too much for me. But it was kind um, of fucked up. Yeah, like, I, I understand the need for the show. Like, th- there has to be some type of social presence there. There were a lot of things that I, I didn't really, like, register until, like, a friend told me about it. So I didn't know that there was, was a transgender person in the show. So I'm, I'm just assuming, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, like, okay, that's fine. And they didn't explain to me what actually happened in the show prior. So I was kind of confused where the trauma was coming from because I kind of like caught in towards like this season. And Mm -hmm. apparently like the transgender person on the show, they had like a relationship with like the dad on like a previous season. I was like, wait, what? Like, oh, no, that's it. It was a lot to unpack. And it's not even like me being a, like a male. It was more, it was a lot of shit that I just, I didn't understand because I didn't get to watch the entire show. So I stopped and I went mm-hmm. back 
and I started to watch season one and I caught up again. And I'm even more confused now because there's like pushing the envelope and then there's just like, what the fuck just happened? Like two minutes into the show, there's like seven dicks. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> somebody. And like, you know how if you watch like a TV show and it's like a woman's like breast or something like that, you're like, all right, like we don't have to keep seeing titties like every episode, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, even with like Game of Thrones, I was like, bro, like I, I'm tired of seeing these same tired ass titties. Like, stop showing. I just right? think this but is it's, wild that it's supposed to be high school tits and dick, right? You know? yes. like, what the and, fuck? And that, that's what's bo- that's what's bothering me. So it's like watching high schoolers have sex, or you know, mm-hmm. actors portraying high schoolers. But then you have the dynamic of like the parents sleeping with the students, and then you have like rape. But I'm like, like. It's a lot for my mind to all. That's what I'm saying. And then they wonder why people end up fucking high schoolers. I mean, I'm not saying this this is right, but the media be like pushing this shit, kind of. So, so Chris, you and I teenage shows and they talk about sex all the time. Like it's mad weird to me. Like I'm not trying to see high schoolers fucking. Like make them college, make them community college kids or something. Come on now. Yeah, that is, and, and that is a little even, strange. I've been seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of folks like uh, complain about that because it's just like it's it's a little odd. Yeah, I, I was I was just really confused, and it's not just euphoria for me. Maybe it's because like I was conditioned like through the whole like the Jersey Shore shit. But I even used to watch Teen Mom. I was like, you know what? Like, let me get into the show because yeah. it was nothing on. And I'm like, bro, like they're like 34 now and they're on like their fourth kid, third baby daddy, you know, whatever the relationship dynamics mm-hmm. are. And I, I don't want to make that seem like it's a bad thing, but I'm like, yo, like y'all are promoting this shit. Like, and that's, I think that's the point I'm trying to get across here. Like there was one girl, uh, Kaylin, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you, it's like you had a kid with the guy, y'all broke up and then you went and you got pregnant by another guy. Now he's on the show. Y'all broke up. And then you had another kid with another guy and you still, I'm like, are you doing this shit just to like stay on the show? It's like real housewives. It's like, all right, like I have to do something that, you know, brings in the, you know, the views or else they're going to cut me. Right. So that's how I felt about it. And, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful about it, but when I look at euphoria now, I'm like, bro, like what more is left? Like two minutes into the show, all I'm saying is like pink dick for like seven minutes. Like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> then you got like the rape scenes and it is for me it's like uh-uh. oh, it's just dick for no reason like two minutes into the show there's just a like they start the show with like two dudes in the shower and i guess like one guy was like attracted to the other guy but the other guy didn't know so he's walking in the shower at school just dicks just to flapping right just like just yeah. pink guy just every just so yeah, i think right? i'm good so, off the dick <laughs> yeah so i'm sitting there I'm like all right cool whatever i'm gonna I'm just leave this alone like you know we're watching the show and i'm thinking all right it's gonna be done then there's a scene where Zendaya is in the kitchen with the lady. And this was, I think, last week's episode. Well, Sunday's episode. So she's in the kitchen with a lady and just out of fucking nowhere, a dude is walking down the hallway, butt-ass naked with his dick out, goes to the fridge, bare-naked, hairy-ass, and then he turns back around right in front of the camera, shows his dick, and just walks away. I'm like, so did somebody just say, you know what? We have to have two minutes of dick per episode. Like, it just has to be in here somewhere. Because... It, I don't even want to keep talking about it anymore. I'm just, I'm, I'm sick. Stop mm-hmm. showing us fucking dicks on this goddamn show. Like, I want to enjoy the show because I like Zendaya, but it's just like, and this is Zendaya. I keep fucking that up. But stop. Just please stop doing that. Um, 
But do you guys actually watch Power Book 2? Please nope. tell me I watch Power I Book 2. I personally do not. I don't. I, oh I, I know that somebody somebody was four years older, so they had a had a one-year-old be one years old for four years or something. <laughs> yes. So, so clearly, um, um, I, I, I'm sure we got Okay, so yeah, see, I have to get you like Tommy. What is it? Uh, book four. Uh, what is it? A uh, book three. The uh, one with Tommy Tommy's called Force out? comes out February sixth. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's coming out February sixth. So I, I implore us to like try to watch that. But let me tell you about Zeke. Um, for anybody who is familiar with Power Book Two, you know of Zeke. And spoiler alert, there was a lot of shit that came out for this episode that we already knew. We we felt like Zeke was on the spectrum, right? He looked a little bit older than his classmates. So he's supposed to be this like high school athlete prospect that's supposed no, he's a college athlete, I'm sorry, that's supposed to be going into the league. And we find out oh, this so episode he's is special. It, oh, he, he's I think they intentionally make him slow. And when I say slow, meaning like spectrum or just like there's something a little he's touched. Let's just put it that way. He, he's a little bit touched. Wait, so and, he's a top prospect basketball player player on the spectrum. Yes. Yes. What? And the reason why the reason why we say the reason why I'm saying that he's on a spectrum is because things that he does and his facial expressions lead you to believe that they are trying to make the character look as though like there, there's something off about that character. So. Uh, the episode before, so last week's episode, he's on the basketball court, just randomly playing basketball, and a light skinned dude that looks like he just he looked like Steph Curry. So he's he's literally like Steph Curry, but like a little bit stockier, right? So mm-hmm. he walks up to him and he's telling him he's like, "Hey, son," and Zeke is my complexion. So mm-hmm. actually, he's Q's complexion. I'm a little bit darker than that. So he's about Q's complexion, mind you. That's his. That's supposed to be his father. So the guy walks up to him, you know, to him on the court, and is like, "Hey, son, like, blah 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 blah. I have a tattoo of Ezekiel, and you're my son. I want to let you know this." So Zeke he goes to Mary J. Blige's character, who is like the queen pin of the show, goes mm-hmm. to her, and he, that's his aunt, right? So yeah, okay, like, yeah, I know about like, this. I seen this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's like, blah, blah, blah. He's talking to her and she says, Zeke, you gonna trust a stranger more than me? Blah, 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 blah. Then we get to this week. This week, <laughs> the daughter, uh, Mary J. Blige's daughter, uh, Diana, right? Diana goes and she sees, like, she's, I guess she sees that her mom's acting funny. So she, when her mom leaves the house, whatever, she's going through her shit. She's going through her closets and everything and she finds a Bible with a baby picture of Zeke, right? So it says mm-hmm. Ezekiel Cross. And she's like, now, why the fuck you got a baby picture of him hidden in a Bible that's like in a shoebox? So she tells her mom when she gets back that she's going to go to Zeke game that day. When she really goes to the hot, she calls the hospital to see if she can get the medical records for Zeke because it had the hospital's name on the back of the baby picture. Goes to <laughs> do this and then she ends up going to the hospital. Towards the end of the show, they're all at the dinner table and it felt real Tyler Perry esque, right? So they're sitting at the table, and everybody's secret comes out. So the mm. youngest brother, the light skinned guy, well, not the light skinned guy, but he's like really like caramel complected, right? So he's gay on the show, and his boyfriend plays basketball with Zeke. So Diana says, "Shut the fuck up!" Like you know, telling him about himself. And then there's the other brother, um, Kane, who. 
for some reason he just can't die and he he lies about every fucking thing he's just like supposed to be a thug or whatever but he's the darkest one out of everybody so you got mary j blige who's the queen pin you got the like latin guy that she's married to the uh cicada guy then you have diana you have the gay son and then you have kane i can't remember what the gay son's name is and i'm not trying to be disrespectful by the way so you have the three kids you have mary j blige and you have uh sahada guy so we find out because zeke comes to the house and they're eating dinner together diana says zeke you are not 19 you're 23 and she's not your aunt she's your mother to which i'm doing the math in my head he's 23 years old in college right (laughs) sounds a little funny but my thing is this sir at one point you were five years old and your mother made you believe that you were two Yo, I'm, 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 I'm serious. No, I have a theory. No, I have a theory. I got a theory. I got a theory. I got a theory, yo. Because I was talking to so, because I again I don't watch Power Book too, and I'm also confused about the books. But anyway, um, but I have a theory on it. He had to be one for two years, and then two for two years. You know what? Mm-hmm. Why are we? That's the only way it could have worked. Yeah. This did, did, you, did you say Zeke was like. <laughs> he was one for two, a... two years. What he won? For two years. Yeah. So he had two terrible twos, is what you're saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way it could have worked because, like, you can't. Act like a five year old is three. You like you were so terrible. You had to go back and do two again. Yeah, you say you say got held back in your age. You got held back in your age. Oh, Don't oh my god! Yo. Yo. And then the fucked up the fucked up part about that show is compared to the original Power Show, it's so much better. It is fire. Like I actually like that show compared to the first Power. But there's certain things I'm like, nothing about that makes sense. And that Zeke shit, I was just waiting for it to come out because Mary J. Blige's character just, we all knew something was up with her. We just didn't know when the other shoe was going to drop. But at the right. fact, at the dinner table, you find out that he's your bro cousin <laughs> at, the, at the dinner table. Present. You find it. Present. Present. <laughs> After they found out, right, Mary J. Blige tells Diana, she was like, You little bitch, I'm gonna kill you. you I was like, that's your, that's your daughter. She was like, You little bitch, I'm gonna kill you. Wait, what's I see? Oh, go ahead. No, I said, Is it her like, daughter? Is it her daughter? Yes, that's the thing. That, that's, the, that's the fucked up part about the shit because the show would lead you to believe that if the three siblings are all around the same age, Either they would be twins or she had them years apart, right? We don't right. know how old Kane is. We don't know how old the the youngest son, because I don't want to keep calling him the gay son, but the youngest son, I don't know how old he is or how young he is, but he clearly has to be between like 24, 25. Kane probably mm-hmm. about like 26, 27. Diana is Tariq, uh, Tariq's age. So he, she's in college. She has to, well, she's supposed to be in college. But for mm-hmm. some unknown reason, she don't go to college. She's the smartest one out of, out of everybody, but don't go to college. She tried to tell her mom, like, 
no, like I want to go to college, mom. I want to go to the school that Tariq goes to because it's you know, a good school. And she's like, no, you're going to go to St. John's. It's like, you just <laughs> randomly at like 1920, all of a sudden it's like, nah, like now you go to college. That, that's a little bit weird, but whatever. So now we find out that Zeke is not only 23, but he's supposed to be a number one like draft pick overall, like in the league. You trying to tell me you thought that he was going to be playing a professional sport and nobody's going to be like, you know what? Like you are telling us you're 23, but your medical records, or I'm sorry, you're supposed right. to be 19, but your medical records saying you're 23. Or they might have Nobody was going to ever think about it. Yeah, which is, cr- but again, I implore anybody to watch that show because it's fucking good. I, I love that show so much. But when he found that, the look on his face when he found out that he was 23, and I was like, you lived your life. What the fuck do you mean? You didn't know. You didn't question like that. It's the one for one. It's the one for two years and the two for two years. You don't know the concept of time when you want to. We don't. We don't. Oh, oh my god! I hope like got to do this again, uh, sir. Let me see. It's Zendaya, and it's not just see? the dick. Zendaya. I'm sick and tired of seeing mm-hmm. underage tits mm-hmm. and yeah, pedophilia. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. And Zendaya, not Zendaya. It's getting weird out here, but it's always been weird. I've been saying that for years. Like, it's been Sweet Valley High. They fucking on camera and shit. Like, you know? I rewatched, I not rewatched, but I watched Dawson's Creek for the first time last year. And there was a Mm. whole affair with a 15 year old and a 30 year old teacher. I was like, I remember right they didn't even make it like a scandal they made it like it was like oh this is so this is so sweet like he's in love with her she's in love with him mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. fuck and that shit was just nobody would think the wiser they'd be like you know what like this is just normal it's like that's actually not normal something about that just ain't right but whew, man we didn't talked about fucking pink dicks and turning 22 twice I'm sorry talking Turning twenty or turning year two twice for two years, <laughs> two for two years. <laughs> you know what? That, that's the name of the show. One for two years, and two for two years. One and two for two years. <laughs> two for two years. Jesus Christ! Two for two years. <clears throat> well, we we have to get into first forty eight. We're not going to do dope and dope this week, unless y'all want to. Because what is this? Like ten thirty? Let us get yeah. through first forty eight really quick. So first forty eight is obviously a segment of the show where we go and we read articles and then. The audience, as well as, you know, the host of the show, we guessed the first 48 state. I tried my best to not have any New Jersey in here because Q likes to shit on Jersey at every whim. And Iris is not playing that shit. So the, (laughs) the first the first article for first 48 says a man can't get a heart transplant because he's not vaccinated against COVID. Says David Ferguson is speaking out passionately on behalf of his son, DJ, he says that the 31-year-old is fighting for his life at a hospital and in desperate need of a heart transplant. My son has gone to the edge of death to stick to his guns, and he's being pushed to the limit. The family says that he was at the front of the line to receive a transplant, but because he has not received his vaccination, he is no longer eligible according to hospital policy. Ferguson says that his son refuses to get the shot. It's kind of against his basic principles. He doesn't believe in it. It's a policy they are enforcing. And so he won't get the shot. They just took him off a list for a heart transplant. 
I'm divided on this article because he initially was supposed to get the heart transplant, right? I don't know if like the law when it comes to like medical requires you now to have the COVID vaccine. And we can talk about that on an episode later. I just don't want to talk about that tonight. Well, how do y'all feel? And then what first 48 state do you think this happened in? How do I feel? <laughs> um, there's a part of me that's like, well, it, you know what? I'm not going down that slope. Uh, th- this happened. This happened in Georgia. I, I want to say this happened in Georgia. There's some wild shit happening in Georgia, happening down south anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna say Georgia. Yeah, Florida. Okay. Our Florida. It's gotta be like. Right, what about you? I feel like it's gotta be a little bit more north. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, California. You all are zero for three. It happened in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I knew it was north. I don't know why I went west. Mm. Yeah, it it definitely happened. Um, here's the next article. Republicans in this state passed a bill allowing some high school students to bring a gun on campus. Female. Yeah, it says that Texas, the Republican. Oh, Texas. you said Texas. Texas. You. Texas. What about you? Texas. I mean, it, 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 it's okay. Everyone guess this. Guess the state. Because I, I have something to have to say about this. But go ahead. Okay, Chris. What about you? Mm. I'm gonna say Pennsylvania. What'd you say, Chris? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I want to say luckily, but it's not luckily at all. This happened in Wisconsin. So it says that they are mm-hmm. lowering the state's concealed carry age requirement from 21 to 18, effectively allowing high school students to carry firearms on school grounds. Q, no, the floor is yours. Okay, so we just had, an, we just had an incident in the, in the D.C. area where... Uh, a high school student, I'm not going to say the high school, but you probably know which one it is, um, <clears throat> brought a ghost gun on the campus because he's having a dispute with a student shot and, and shot the kid. And, you, and, you, and you're telling me, you know, this was the same argument that was brought about when Republicans wanted teachers to carry um, after. Why? Why? I, you know, I know that someone's going to say a good guy, a good guy with a gun is, is better than a bad guy with a gun. How about no one with a gun? And especially in a school where, especially in a school, in a high school setting where you have hormones raging, emotions going all over the place, emotions going all over the place, and, and you want to introduce that element into a school where we already have enough school shootings where at least once a week, once to two times a week and possibly more, depending on the situation, you hear about a shooting happening either near the school, either near a school, inside of a school, inside of a school. Mm-hmm. I, I just, as an educator, it baffles me. As a father, it scares me because mm-hmm. I have a kid now that's headed, that, that's about to go into middle school. We didn't have to face those things when we were in school. You know, 
exactly. for the most part. We didn't have to face those things. The, the, like the, the first time that a school that the Dutchman Con of a school shooting took place was Columbine. And I was in the ninth, it was tenth grade then. <clears throat> no, ninth grade. But that was supposed to have been apparently it should have been a one time occurrence. Now it's there's a, like I said, there's a, there's an incident with a gun inside of the school as much as you change your drawers every day. Yep. And it's, and it's it, like I said, as an educator, it baffles me. As a father of a senior middle schooler, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. We just got to do better, man. Like, we, we still got another generation or two that need to die off before things get completely better, but man, we all about it, it might not be in our lifetime. <laughs> right. Yeah. The world's in the yeah, end. Yeah. Oh, humankind. Yeah. Humankind ain't got much time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 60 years well, left. Facts. Uh, the, right. The next first 48 article says a woman was arrested after allegedly trying to buy a Walmart shopper's son for $500,000 because what? she wanted him oh, and she I was going it. to take him. Yeah, I saw this. It says Rebecca Lynette Taylor, 49, was arrested after police say that she offered a mother $500,000 to purchase her son because she wanted him, then continued to harass the woman and her family after the offer was rejected. It says the incident reportedly took place at a Walmart supercenter. Go figure. It says according to the affidavit, uh, unidentified mother was waiting in line at the store's self-checkout line with her two children. She was carrying her infant in a car seat carrier and her one-year-old son was seated in a shopping cart. As she prepared to scan her items, the mother was reportedly approached by Taylor, who began commenting on the son's blonde hair and blue eyes. Taylor asked how much she could purchase him for. They laughed the comment off, thinking that she was just joking. And then the affidavit also says Taylor told her that she had $250,000 in the car and she would pay that much for him. The mother said that there was no amount that would do. There's more of the article, but I'm not going to read it. Guess the first 48 state where people are trying to purchase kids out of a Walmart. I saw this. I can't remember. It was the Arizona or Arkansas. I can't remember. Mm. That sounds Arizonian. Something about you saying Arizona was like, huh? I feel like it tracks. Yeah. I don't know it, nothing it, about Arizona, but <laughs> yeah, it feel like Arizona, right? Florida. And Chris, what you got? You said uh Arizona too? Yeah. Well, this happened ironically in Texas. Oh, I knew oh, it was well. somewhere in the Southwest. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and that that happened in Texas. We only have two more for tonight and we about it here. Um more than a hundred snakes were found in a man's home. Where he died, reportedly. Says a death investigation is underway, uh, underway <laughs> after a home was found full of more than a hundred venomous and non-venomous snakes. They mm-hmm. called, I'm sorry, a neighbor called 911 when they found the man dead inside. Experts from North Carolina uh, and other places document different breeds before figuring out where to move them. Neighbors said that they were glad that the situation was taken care of, but they were both scared and grieving. Guess the first 48 state where a man had over 100 snakes that killed him. Maryland. Wild ass niggas. 
Yeah, I'm a, yeah, it, it, it definitely happened in Maryland. But I saw that story uh, <laughs> yesterday. I saw, yeah, mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, well, I guess they know. So <laughs> they 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 know they know it. So it was definitely Maryland. Um, this That's one wild, though. is going to be the last one for the. That's like some Florida shit. Like absolutely. Well, the last first forty-eight, and then we'll make our exit for the week. We'll do first forty-eight next week. Cabin uh, cabin crew left stunned as a woman eats a tray of lobster on a plane, but it's not against the rules. People were shocked when a Snapchat of a woman eating a massive tray of seafood boil and lobster on a plane was shared online, but the plane staff says that she didn't break any rules. Louisiana. Do y'all really want me to read the article? <laughs> Louisiana? Um... Mm. I'm going to say Ohio. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Q, what, what, what about you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm having good fun with this one. Nebraska. <laughs> y'all, would, y'all would be delighted to know that this lady was flying from Florida going to New Jersey. Hey! Greg, you see that one on a platter. Jane, just saying. But but here's here's the fucked up part about the article though. It says that the seafood boil is a dish from the U.S. where shellfish is boiled together with potatoes, spices, corn. Now I'm thinking New Orleans, right? I'm like, it has to be Louisiana, right? It says in the lady's crab tray, though, it wasn't lop, um, wasn't, no, there was lobster. It says that there was also crab legs, sweet corn, prawns, and greens. Then it says that in the seat, oh, oh, she's one nasty individual. So she bought an extra seat on the plane, the middle seat to mm-hmm. house six lobsters. And she had those, like, she had them in the cookout trays, right? So <laughs> it says, she had six cooked lobsters that sat in an uncovered tray that were supposed to be eaten mid-flight. Another passenger in the seat next to the lobster held a box of cheesy crackers and some baby wipes for washing their I hands down. Picture. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but why would you bring it was, she, she, on a flight? Well, a- according to the article, the Daily Star. She was. She went to uh, New Orleans. Went to New Orleans, but had a connection flight in Florida, traveling to New Jersey. So she originally her origin was New Orleans. But, but Q, here's the issue. You got to New Orleans, like you left New Orleans with two trays of seafood boil. You got through TSA. You got on the plane. Then you got off the plane to get on another plane, and you ate the food. Now I don't know how long the connection flight is from Louisiana oh, to Florida. Is that food poisoning? Yeah, because seafood yeah. don't really keep like that. Mm-mm. Booty humming. That can you imagine what that bathroom must have smelled like when she got up out of there? That, uh, I mean, I love me a yeah, good that, seafood boy. I ain't gonna lie. To I you, do too. I ain't I gonna buy too. that shit back home. That's two hours. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm not about yeah, to eat that, on the plane either. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that, that was the first 48 um, a, a bonus that I'll give you because I don't know the first 48 state says that a woman donated her kidney to her boyfriend who dumped her on TikTok. Oh, I saw that shit. Uh, yeah, were they in China or some shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think I've seen that. We, we, we have to stop giving people our organs <laughs> so they can dump us on TikTok. What type is. Anyways, first um, of all, y'all been listening boyfriend, to boyfriend, not husband. She wowed out. You don't Tripping, tripping. Yeah. And then it says that. Wait, so he. Never mind. I, I can't even read out. That's too much for me right now. Apparently, it was a whole thing about her finding out that he broke up with her. Like after he went to Las Vegas for a bachelor party with some boys at church, and mind you, if you got her to help you with the kidney in the first place, you go is to go drink in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we That's why he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, but I got a new one. It's lit." <laughs> My girl, well, y- y'all been. Li- Y'all been listening to another episode of Young Black and Bothered. You can follow us on all social media at Young Black Pod on Instagram or Why Be Bothered on Twitter. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. Where can they follow y'all on social media? Yes, you can follow me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at um, Oiris. That's O H I R I S. And you can find me buying a seafood boy and boil getting on the plane. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Listen, Love seafood boy. All right, guys. We will see y'all next Tuesday. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.